Hi everyone, uh, Andrew here. Welcome to a very special bonus episode of Fresh Pressed that has next to nothing to do with music. Neither new tunes nor old grooves uh, will be present in this one. Um, this is an outtake from today's episode, episode 22, uh, Boot Boots and Boot Boots, in which I uh, tell a story from... Um, the 17th century, uh, France. The story is entitled The Bee and the Orange Tree, and it has uh, in it Seven League Boots, which um, is the title of, of my pick for this episode. But really, the, the story has nothing to do with it. I just read it the morning before we recorded this episode, and so I uh, recounted it to Gabe over the course of 25 minutes or so. Um, I removed it from the original episode because why would you want it in there? But if you do want to hear the story, it's here for your uh, listening pleasure. And um, I'm also going to put a link to the text of the story that I read in the show notes here. So uh, without any further ado, please enjoy Madame Allnoise, The Bee and the Orange Tree. Uh, anyway, uh, Seven League Boots, uh, come up in a lot of different stories. I read one this morning entitled The Bee and the Orange Tree. So, do you want to tell us about the story? Yeah, so basically in the story, there's this, um... Bee? Well, no. That takes a long time. It takes a long time for the bee and the orange tree to show up. (laughs) Ah, classic. So, settle in. Okay, so we start on, on the Happy Island... Um, and there's the king and the queen, and they want a baby, but the queen's old, but then she gets pregnant, and they have a baby, and the baby is very beautiful, and they name the baby, I mean, if I'm going to say it in English, Amy, but like, M-A, like, like, beloved is basically what they name the baby. Okay. Right? Um, and then one time they send the baby with her nurse and a bunch of people on a boat like to just like do a little boating around the island and then the boat sinks um and everyone is lost and they think like oh no our baby drowned but in fact the baby didn't drown it just got washed up on a different island and that island is inhabited by an ogre and another ogre and their five ogre children okay and the ogres eat everyone every human who comes to the island but the the female ogre, the ogress, if you will. Um, I will not. The author of the of the story I was reading would not, which made this more confusing to understand. Uh, but anyway, the ogress comes upon this child and is like, mm, yes, I will eat this baby. Um, but then it's like, oh, this baby is so beautiful, though. Maybe I won't. So she brings it home to her ogre cave and her ogre husband um, and says, hey, husband, I found this beautiful baby. Instead of eating it, let's raise it as our own, and then it can marry our ogre son. Right, naturally. That makes sense. So uh, they do that, and the ogre just sort of go about their life, and 15 years pass. Sure, yeah. Meanwhile, on the happy island, the king and queen are like, ah, 15 years ago, our daughter disappeared, and now we're sad, and we don't have an heir. And so the the queen is like, you know what, just like, 
just go pick someone to be your heir. It's fine. I don't even, I don't give a shit. Just like her daughter's gone. I don't care. So the king's like, okay, I'll ask my brother, who's also a king, to send me one of his sons to be my heir. Um, sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they do that. Um, and the brother king is like, oh, that's so kind of him. So I will send him my best son. Um, <laughs> yep. My best son, which is my second son, whose name is Aimee with, with one E because it's masculine. So his wow. name is also the beloved, basically. Well, all right. Well, at least there's lots of love here. <laughs> so Prince Amy hops on a boat to go to his uncle's kingdom to become his uncle's king son. Um, but then his boat crashes and he washes up on this island. <laughs> Oh my god, this is the start of a bad joke. <laughs> I know, but it goes so much longer than this is the thing. So uh, Prince Amy washes up on the island, and Princess Amy, who doesn't know that her name is Princess Amy because she can't read or, or speak English, or I guess French. I guess French is the language that she can't Definitely speak. Definitely French, yes. Uh, I mean, I assume she also can't speak English, but I guess it doesn't... I mean, aren't the English French? Yeah, I believe we've said before in this podcast that... Uh, England is just France. Right. Um, anyway, she can't speak French because she's she was raised by ogres. Maybe the ogres are supposed to be the English. Well, actually, I thought about that. There is some... Well, okay. We'll, we'll set that aside. I don't think the ogres are supposed to be English. <laughs> Let's say that. <laughs> but they may be supposed to be someone. Uh, anyway, um, so... Princess Amy finds Prince Amy on the beach and she's like, oh, this hot dude, he's so hot. I don't want my ogre parents to eat him, which she has done before. Not the hot part, but the I don't want my ogre parents to eat this person to other people who have washed up on the island in the in the interceding 15 years. Um, So she like leads him over to a a cave where she hangs out sometimes when she doesn't want to hang out with the ogres. And she's like decorated it with butterfly wings and stuff, and it's really nice. And they like manage to gesture to each other, like, "Listen, you need to stay here. There's scary things." And in like, he's also in love with her. It's a whole thing. Anyway, she goes back to, um, her home cave, and her ogre parents are like, "Hey, guess what? Um, time for you to get married in a couple days and she's like no i don't want to get married in a couple days it's fine i'll get married in like one give me another day and they're like okay fine whatever um so she goes back mimes this to prince amy he's very sad that she's supposed to get married she's very sad that she's supposed to get married she goes back she gets distracted she steps on a thorn she goes home the thorn real the thorn really hurts her foot so she can't the next day walk to uh, the prince um, but then the prince goes looking for her and he finds the cave and the ogre's like oh sweet a human person I can eat and then she runs out and she's like no save him for my wedding feast and I'll eat him and so they're like okay uh, we'll do that fine and then they put him in a hole in the cave and then she goes to the hole and she's like no look and she tries to explain herself Meanwhile, um, the ogre mom has a magic <laughs> wand because she's half fairy. Oh, I feel like this was an important detail that you left out early on. I also feel like that, Madame Olnoy. Uh, but anyway, the ogre mom is half fairy, and so she has a magic wand. 
that she can use to do magic with. Um, and so, wait, hold on. I lost my place in the story. What happens next? Prince is in the hole. I mean, I don't know. Prince like, is in the I hole. haven't read the story. I'm still wondering. There are three important objects here that have not come into play, namely the bee, <laughs> the orange tree, and the seven league boots. Yeah. This was me this morning, like 20 minutes into reading the story, and be like, where's the fucking any of this? Why am I reading this story? <laughs> so, anyway, um, the princess is like, I'll, I have to feed this man who I've never seen before in my entire life because he has to be plump for me to eat at my wedding feast. Um, basically, so she feeds him and she like informs him. Um, and she, um, oh, we don't even need the magic wand yet. Forget I said the thing about the magic wand because it's not even important yet. What happens first is that night the princess sleeps with her ogre mom and ogre dad while the prince is sleeping in the hole with all of the ogre children. And the princess is like, you know, this is good that I convinced um, my ogre parents not to eat him. But the bad thing is if one of them gets hungry in the middle of the night, they'll probably just like go and eat him and then they'll feel bad about it in the morning. But like that'll be a whole thing, you know? Yeah, sure. Naturally. I had the same experience with my parents. Luckily, as everyone knows, ogres love wearing crowns when they sleep. <laughs> as Right. As everyone knows. Um... And they, as as the story says, they would rather be strangled than forgo this. So what the princess does is once everyone's asleep, she sneaks into the other hole where the children, ogre children and the prince are sleeping. She steals a crown from one of the ogre children and puts it on the prince's head. And she goes back to bed. Later that night, ogre dad wakes up. He's hungry in the middle of the night. He goes over. It's like, mm, I'm going to eat that prince. So he goes over to the hole, he can't see, he feels around, feels the one without a crown, eats him. Next morning, it's revealed, what? oh shit, I ate my child. Right? That's it's horrifying. Yeah, so, um, Ogre Mom is very upset. Yeah, I would be too. Um, anyway, the same thing happens the next night, but the Ogre Mom does it this time. Okay, now now I don't feel bad for anybody. This is just <laughs> okay. dumb. Guys, get a light. Now the third the third night, um, something else happens. Sure, yeah. The prince at some point the princess comedy gets comes the, in threes gets this magic wand, and that the that her ogre mother has, and she casts a spell on herself to make her be able to understand. I was about to say English again. It's French to understand language. I guess is what I should say, the princess language. Um, so then she just walks over to the prince and is like, hey, like I can speak French right now and it's great. And he's like, wow, you speak it so good. And she's like, I know you too. We're in love. And he's like, hey, just so you know, um, you're my cousin and a princess. And he's, she's like, oh shit, awesome. And he's like, we should go to, to either my dad's house or your dad's house so that we cannot be eaten by ogres. Yeah, that's pretty logical. Um, so the princess is like, okay, great. Well, here's what we do. Let's go find the ogre's camel that they have. All right. Uh, <laughs> they have Listen, a camel. you can't just keep inventing things. <laughs> they have a camel, and also it's an island with, like, woods and stuff. Like, why is there a camel there? There is no mention of desert. Yeah. This author probably had never seen a camel. Anyway, 
they go and steal the camel and um they go and steal steal the camel and they're gonna ride away and the princess also as like an insurance policy in the middle of the night she gets a bean and she takes the bean and she puts it in the fire in the ogre parents room and she casts a spell on with the magic wand she's like okay make this bean able to talk until it is fully baked you know you see where this is going Okay, hmm. That sounds like somebody else was baked, but okay, continue. <laughs> so they leave. The middle of the night, the ogre mom wakes up and like feels her uh, not real daughter's bed, and she's not there. She's like, where are you, daughter? And the bean is like, I'm over here in the fire. Oh, didn't see that and, coming, I'm going to be honest. And the mom's like, oh, okay, we'll come back to bed. She's like, I will. I'm just trying to get warm. And then she wakes up another two hours later and she feels bad. She's like, are you still over by the fire? And the bean's like, yep, still over here by the fire, just trying to get warm. Um, and then she wakes up again and she's like, are you still over by the fire? Um, but then the bean is baked at that point, so it doesn't respond. Yeah, right. Um, now, if you're like me, you're thinking that at some point this bean ruse would get the ogre woman to get into the fire herself right that's and actually therefore what I, kill yeah. her yeah mm-hmm. that's the, like you know hansel and Gretel kind of thing doesn't happen wakes up the next morning daughter's gone there's a bean in the fire they don't make the connection it doesn't matter they're just like oh shit the daughter's gone the prince is gone the camel's gone everyone's gone let's go find them okay bean is never mentioned again why would it be Okay, just so we're keeping track here, folks. Still no bee, still no orange tree, and still no seven league boots. We're gonna get one of them presently. Okay, this is like we're about to get one of those things. So, um, prince and princess are riding the camel. They're hightailing out of there. Uh, ogres wake up. They're upset. Mister um, Ogre is like, "Well, this won't do. I gotta get that prince back and and." eat him and then maybe also i'm gonna be angry at the princess and eat her finally so he puts on his seven league boots ah how'd he get them doesn't say he just has them. Uh, yeah he just has these magic boots let him walk seven leagues in a single step so he puts them on he greases them up um what and he he i don't know he runs out <laughs> he runs out and starts running seven leagues in his step and the prince and princess see him coming and they're like, oh, fuck. So um, we, they're like, we got to do something. We can't, what, what can we do? We can't run from him because he's way faster than us. We can't like fight him because he's way bigger than us. Uh, so the princess takes out the magic wand and without any hesitation makes this wish. I wish that the camel was a pond and the prince was a boat and I was an old woman in the boat. So then that happens. And then the ogre comes up and he's like, hey, have you seen like a prince and a princess and a camel run by? And the old woman who is the princess is like, yeah, they went that way. So the ogre goes that way. And then she turns herself back into a princess and the camel back into a camel and the prince back into a prince. And they go on their way. So, uh, <laughs> so then the ogre doesn't find them, obviously. Goes no, back obviously. home, he's like, look, I didn't find anyone. Like, I I looked around and all I saw was this, like, old woman 
and this boat and this pond and the his ogre wife is like you fucking idiot that was obviously the prince and the princess and the camel because they stole my magic wand so you got to go back and, and find them again so he runs back out he greases up his boots again and he runs back out why is he greasing his boots i don't know um and then uh so the prince and princess see him coming again so like oh shit and the prince is like look if i was alone i would just fight him and like give him my life i don't give a shit but because you're here i'm concerned like i don't i don't want you to be hurt she's like okay don't worry i got this so she turns herself into a dwarf and the camel into a pillar and the prince into a picture Okay, that makes way less sense than the first one. <laughs> and so the ogre comes up and he's like, hey, have you seen a prince and a princess and a camel come this way? And the dwarf is like, oh, yeah, they were here. We hung out. We had a whole thing. Me and all my dwarf friends, we had a party. And then as they were leaving, the princess was like, hey, like, do this one thing for me. If you see an ugly ogre, like, don't tell him which way we went. Um and he's clever and, and the ogre's like okay so which way do they go and the dwarf's like oh they went that way <laughs> um so he was like okay cool thanks and you're not lying to me right and the dwarf's like no i'm not lying to you man come on absolutely not and the uh the ogre is like if you're lying to me i'm gonna eat you and that picture of yours that you have and he's like no man i'm not lying i'm totally chill so the ogre's like okay cool and he runs off in that direction that he pointed him to um, and so <laughs> the princess turns herself back into a princess and the prince back into a prince and the camel back into a camel. And the prince is like, wow, that was so brave. Like, thank you for doing that. And she's like, well, I wasn't that concerned because like I made myself a, an ugly dwarf that the ogre wouldn't want to eat. And also I've never seen the ogre eat a picture. So you were safe. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> sure. So they continue on their way. And the ogre goes back home. He's like, look, I didn't find them. I just found this, oh my this dwarf <laughs> with the painting. <laughs> and it was like totally chill. Um, and the ogre wife is like, you fucking idiot. That was them again. Look, give me your fucking boots. I'm going out there. So she puts on the boots. She greases them up. She runs out there. Prince and princess see her coming. And the princess is like, listen, the ogre wife is way smarter than the ogre husband. This is not going to work for us. We got to do something even better. So she turns the camel into a tub, which never comes up again. So you can forget about the camel and the tub. (laughs) Um, Right. And and she turns the prince into an orange tree and herself into a bee. Yes. There we go. Why why did the camel become a tub? (laughs) I don't know. Why? Like, why a tub? And then the camel and tub are never, ever mentioned again in this entire story. (laughs) Um, so the, the ogress comes up upon them and is like, oh, cool, a tree. Well, I'm tired. I'll sleep beneath this tree. So that whole thing about the ogress being smarter than the ogre man was not really true. Um, so the ogress like goes and sleeps beneath this tree. And then the bee princess, the princess bee, uh, Mm -hmm. is like, ah, here's the ogress. I'm going to sting her a thousand times. (laughs) Holy shit. So she stings her a bunch. Until the ogress, covered in blood, returns home. And the princess is like, great, okay, now I can turn 
uh, me myself back and the and the prince back and we're totally good but just then another princess comes along now come on this is princess linda fucking princess linda yeah which i it should be mentioned if you're not uh familiar with with spanish is right is just beautiful so like it's it's princess linda but like it's princess linda princess linda comes along is like whoa cool tree um and she's like hey everyone come look at this cool tree but nobody touch it because it's so cool oh meanwhile the princess is asleep in a flower of the tree as a bee uh, okay. Um, right. Okay. Sure. She's, she's she's like awesome. This is a great tree. Love this tree. Let's bring this back to my castle. So they they pick up the tree and they just bring it back to her castle with no ill effect to the tree. Uh, B comes with the tree. Tub, as I said, never mentioned. Unclear what its fate is. <sighs> it's always the camels getting left behind. Um. So they bring the tree back. I assume they plant it or something. Um, now it's in her oh wait oh I'm sorry I I totally forgot something before the princess can turn herself and the prince back into people and the camel back into a camel some other random people come along and see this cool wand laying on the ground like oh shit a cool wand so they take it and leave that's why she couldn't turn back this is an important detail that you left out I realize that Um, but anyway that's why she goes to sleep in the flower because she's like ah fuck we're fucked I'll never turn back into a person I'll just sleep and they like say poems to each other and like, ah, don't worry, even though you're a bee, I'll always love you. Sort of Aww. things. Yeah. It's so nice. Anyway, and then and then Princess Linda comes along and is like, hey, look at this cool tree. I want this cool tree. So they take it, they bring it back. Um, she's just looking at it all the time. Then she's like, you know what, I kinda wanna pick some of these flowers for myself. And the prince is like, Yeah, sure, you can have some of my flowers, I don't care. But the princess is like, No, I'm not okay with this. So she stings Linda a bunch. And the prince is like, why did you do that? And she was like, well, because you, you your flowers are, should only be for me. You shouldn't give your flowers to anyone else. It's like, well, why does it matter if, like, you don't care if these flowers drop on the ground. Like, then why does it matter if she takes them into her bosom? And she's like, no, it's not okay. Um, because the flowers are mine and not hers. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he feels so sad. He almost withers and dies for sorrow for making the princess be upset anyway um princess linda's like oh okay well uh, let me try again and she goes back out and then the bee stings her again so she's like ah shit i don't get this tree i don't get the deal with it like i try to get these flowers and this bee keeps stinging me um and then her friend oh by the way princess linda uh lives in a castle with only women and doesn't allow any men in the castle unless they're old men who are philosophers only socrates allowed yeah only socrates and all of my lady friends no man allowed (laughs) um so she one of her friends is like hey like what if you like dress up like an amazon and go like fight the fight the bee to get the the flowers and she's like that's that's stupid and funny let's do that so she has all her friends make her armor and a sword and she goes out and she's like they everyone gets ready for the fun like sword fight with a tree or whatever she goes out there and she's like ah fight me b and she like cuts one of the branches of the tree to like entice it um and then the tree like screams and starts bleeding <laughs> oh yeah that would check out that was probably like a finger or something oh 
Gabe, you're so right. It was a finger. <laughs> and she's like, oh, shit. I don't know what's happening. What's going on? So she runs away. Um, and the bee is like, oh, shit. Like, your finger is cut off. And she's like, will you let me leave? Like, do I have your permission to leave to go to Arabia to get you some balm? Sure. Yeah, right. Arabia from France. It's <laughs> yeah. A short, it's a short hop across the Mediterranean. Well, it's here's the thing, Gabe. It's actually pretty far. You might not know this, but it's actually pretty far from France to Arabia. So, but the good news is, Love hears her and is like, "Oh, don't worry, my dude, I got you." And Love just like takes the bee really fast to Arabia, grabs a bomb, spreads it all over the bee, brings it back, and the bee's like, "Okay, cool. So let's reattach this this branch." Um, so she does that and she rubs the bomb on it, um, and everyone's happy. Uh, meanwhile, Linda's like, what the fuck is happening with this trace? I need someone to explain this to me. So she uh, has some of her friends go and get uh, the fairy queen. Um, so the fairy queen comes around and she's like, okay. She looks at the tree. She smells uh, one of the flowers and is like, oh, wow, this flower smells like a person. Um, so she casts a spell as the fairy queen is wont to do and turns the tree back into the prince. And he's like, oh, shit, thank you so much, fairy queen. But can you please um, turn uh, my beloved princess back into a person as well? Um, oh, by the way, this whole time, um, Linda's like, oh, wow, that prince is so hot. I'm so into him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the prince is like only his eyes for the bee, you know? Such integrity. Uh, so integrity. Anyway, the uh fairy queen's like, oh, okay. So I'll I'll turn your bee princess back into a human princess. So she does that. Uh, and the human princess is like, oh, thank you so much. Let me explain how this happened. We had this magic wand that allowed you to like uh do stuff. And the fairy queen's like, oh shit, that's like my like that's my whole thing. Like that wand was using like my power. So I was so helpful to you when I didn't even know you. And now that I know you guys, I just really want to help you. So what can I do? And they're like, well, actually, we're both we're princes and princesses. So, like, if you could bring us back to, like, help us get back to, like, one of our dad's houses. And she's like, oh, your dad? I actually know your dad. We're good friends. Let me just take you back to his house on my flying chariot or whatever the fuck. I don't remember what vehicle it was, but it was something like that. Mm-hmm. No, but chariot makes sense. Yeah, sure. So they hop on the flying chariot or, or horse or whatever it is. Uh, and they fly back to the, to the kingdom, to the happy island. Um, by the way, this whole time they were like, we just need to find the road to the happy island. And I'm like, it's an island and you're on a different island. There's no road. Well, a metaphorical road, Andrew. But they were riding a camel looking for a road. Well, maybe there was a bridge. There wasn't. If there was a bridge, then the ogres could just come over and eat all the people on the happy island. Oh, that's such a good point. Unless there was some like demilitarized zone on the bridge. <sighs> nonsense anyway the point is um (laughs) love takes them back and they get married um everyone's so happy to see them because they thought both of them were dead um they get married i want to remind you that the princess is in fact 15 years old um they get married they have a child they call that child true love or true faithfulness or some shit like that um and that's there's some allegorical ending to that and that's the end of the story the bee in the orange tree so, in sum, I think that's why this song is called Seven Leaf Boots. <laughs> because, um, 
sort of the way that the cello moves around sounds like a B. Oh boy, we've been down this road before. <laughs>